Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. Dennis and I bring you the goods in episode 141 of The Pinball Show. We are so confident in our ability to bring you hands down the greatest industry market analysis and information breakdown in pinball that we don't even have to give you the pinball market trends that you so desperately crave. This week we get CB back. We talk adjustments to Stern Pinball's production schedule. We make some bold industry predictions and we chat accessories, unboxings, the Jack Winery interview, new American pinball information, visiting Spooky Pinball, feasting with our club members, and a special holiday segment we're calling Thanksgiving that you're not going to want to miss. It makes me smile just thinking about it. All of that and much more coming in faster than the spread of a ship-based foodborne illness, which will make sense later. Pinball is a game of skill. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for the Pinball Show. It's pinball with personality. It's Thanksgiving here at the Pinball Show. We're at episode 141 with your host, myself, Zach Minnie, and Dennis Creasel. Dennis, are you preparing for Thanksgiving more or the Black Friday mall run that you're about to do post-Thanksgiving? Well, in the words of a famous meme, Zach, why not both? So oh, as, I, as I prepare, as I get my stretchiest stretch pants... <laughs> For the Thanksgiving feast that I will consume. I've been waiting, anxiously awaiting, where's my doorbuster deal from flipping out pinball? Oh no. Like I thought I thought I'd get a catalog or something. As if the market isn't soft enough. <laughs> it's like, we can't pay for glossy paper. <laughs> oh dear. Are you having a good week? Yeah. Do you have any special activities uh, scheduled for Thanksgiving, whether it's with family or friends? I mean, I'm going to go foes. see my, oh, yeah, Yes, you know, Thanksgiving is the time where I unite my enemies together and we argue over who's going to make the mashed potatoes and who's forgotten you to bring one the brown and food rolls. Fight. That would be a good idea, yeah. actually. <sighs> That's what, that food fight thing is the only reason anyone wants Animal House. Oh, as a I, pen. I don't disagree. I bet but. you that's the only thing they think of. So, anyway, no, I'm going to go down and see my folks, but we're not, we don't. I haven't done a big Thanksgiving in a long, like, like a Thanksgiving that was 10 plus people in a long time. Have you ever so. baked a turkey? I have, uh, I don't, I had never really thought of it as baking. <laughs> you make it sound like it's a cookie. <laughs> um, have I ever made a turkey in the oven? Yes. Well, what the hell uh, would it long be? Time ago. Well, baking makes it sound like we've added like leavening agents <laughs> and such. <laughs> we've got to plump that turkey up. <laughs> I mean, the turkey, we're roasting it. It's like a gingerbread turkey. <laughs> you have the yeah. little the gumdrop <laughs> buttons. If you, don't, if you don't add yeast to the turkey, was this a turkey for ants? <laughs> I've never, I've never baked a turkey, never prepared a turkey. It kind yes, of grosses I, me out, similar to I, the carving out of a pumpkin. 
Ugh. I think I've, I think I've, I'm trying to think. Now I'm hedging. Have I? I did a duck once. What? This is years Who's, ago. Who yeah. does a duck and not a turkey? Well, I was in college and it was like, what is this weird thing? I've never tried this before. You <laughs> know, we're all, exper- we're all experimenting in college. And, and so there were ducks and I was like, I should try a duck. Wasn't popular. The mallard yields the best smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I just see, uh. see you holding a duck up, smoking a bowl. Now, okay, so smoking marijuana out of a duck. How did we get here? Dude, <laughs> it's a turducken. Whoa. I, yeah, I've never made a turkey. I, I, I suck at cooking in general, so hopefully So you make Nicole me. do it? Yeah, hopefully somebody else helps me out on this one. Well, I was thinking she was having to prep for her bouncer role during Black Friday. She will, uh, I don't know, I think she'll be out there throwing elbows, trying to get. No, she's ordered everything from Amazon over the last five months. Like by November, she's in like Christmas chill mode. She's playing oh. music. She's baking. You know, she's got lights out on the front of the house now. She hired a person. They do the whole light thing. Her son is home from college right now. She's yeah, like, her son. she's nesting right now. I know her son. Our son. Is home <laughs> from college. Like, I don't know who this stranger is. Who is this disheveled She's eating all my food. Boy. Yeah. So yeah, the, he, she's in, she's already got all of that done. Okay. Mm. I usually use Cyber Monday, actually. Is at that this still point. a thing? It, you know, whether it is or isn't, it, it quasi is. So normally what I do is I will go and take everyone's lists because almost everyone has an Amazon list at this point, And mm-hmm. I will try and make all the purchase on purchasing on Monday. And if I get a savings, I get a savings. If I don't, I don't. I think I saved like eight bucks last year across everyone. So there were a couple items that were on slight discount. But uh, that's what I usually do, because like Nicole, I don't like to be stressed in December. Mm-hmm. So I take care of it then. And that's it. Mm. And other than usually I have a few straggler gifts I have to take care of. But are you what's on your wish list this year? You had something stupid last year, like a toaster or something. I forget what it was. Yeah. Well, I had something stupid that I got for my birthday. A fan. And I was it was a, a fan. It was a shredder. A shredder. A shredder, as we say. Shredder. Oh, people are really making fun of my Midwestern accent lately. They're being really harsh on me. I, it's, ch- it's not a they're Midwestern harsh in accent. my chill, dude. It wasn't. It's just incorrectly saying Western. That's all. Well, and 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 mod, and, and and instead of saying modern, I go modern. Yeah, modern. That I it's, don't. I'm like, well, it's well, I the say the letters so I fast. I say my in the Midwest we say our letter. Well, you're from the Midwest, you know. We say our letters so fast, our vowels get ahead of our consonants. That's modern. how it is. We're basically all Travis Murray's <laughs> at heart. You mean Tor Travis yeah, Murray's? Tor- yeah, I say I say so after Joel called him out on that, I got really self conscious, and so now I always be like tour. It's a tour. tour. No, I'm just like tour. No, no, you go on tour. So you're not asking for a ceiling fan? No, I got that's yeah, I got my ceiling fan remember. last year. It's awesome. I don't have it on right now because it's cold, but no new watches or nothing. Well, the problem with most of the watches that I want would be <laughs> beyond Lexus, the yeah. price point I would ever ask anyone to buy. So. I buy my own watches usually, except for your lovers. <laughs> <laughs> Ask for gold. Uh, I was I've been meaning to throw a couple of video games on the list, but I haven't seen them come out on Xbox yet. Like the new Alan Wake game, I want to play that because I really like the first one. The and new Gollum I've been hearing, game and uh, the Gollum's down to ten dollars at Amazon, but oh. I won't buy it till it's one dollar. What was the other one you were saying? That, you- that new King Kong game. The new King Kong game. Yeah, it's right. rated even worse than Gollum. But but it, I call it my, um, it's my dollar menu. It's not so, Peter Jackson's. 
No, I don't think it's based on. Look, the graphics are so bad. It would if it was based on anything, you would never be able to tell. Oh my god! But so those are so bad. They're bad games. But uh, I so they go on the dollar menu. Mm. If they get down to a dollar, I will buy them and then I will review them on my other podcast. <laughs> but but I, ten dollars is ten times too much for Speaking of that. The McRib is back, and that's all I want for Christmas is a McRib. Is it back? It is back. I haven't been to McDonald's in a, a while. Very okay. sloppy, artificial, rubbery type of Yes. Way. I just don't. I'm bothered by how red it is. It doesn't bother me a bit. It's like all the red dyes. I think it's got the dangerous red dye that Eminem used to use like in the 60s. Uh, that's what worries <laughs> the me. Lead paint red. Look. Lead red. <laughs> lead red. Hey, you've heard about the big lead outbreak in those little kid uh, like apple juice or applesauce pouches, right? I mean, that's what's it's wrong still with my it's kids. Out there. I have not. I've it's out there. Not okay. It's out there. It, it, uh, Asbestos? What is the, le- the lead was in the cinnamon is actually where it was. It's in the cinnamon in the, cinnamon in the pouch. Lead. Yep. Do you think Craig Bobby's going to be out there uh, shopping on Black Friday? Maybe, but I do think he probably felt a little contrite about <laughs> being paywalled last he got time. Paywalled. He stepped it up. Yeah. He stepped it up this time. He, so, he worked with what he had, and what he had to work with wasn't much. But yeah, He shook off the rust, and this week's top stories with Craig Bobby starts now. Hello and welcome back to the Pinball Show's Top Stories. I'm Craig Bobby. Well, you know it's a slow news cycle when we kick off the Top Stories segment with Pinball Code Update News. Unless it's the mother of all code updates, courtesy of Stern Pinball. Yes, earlier this week, the king of all pinball manufacturers released 22 new code updates covering the majority, if not all, of the Spike 2 series games, which may be a new world record for simultaneous new code updates. Now, while most of the code updates were very minor in nature, owner of Stranger Things, Elvira's House of Horrors, and Stern's latest Venom title got the special early Thanksgiving Day surprise because their games received actual new modes. Foo Fighters also received a number of new achievements. In addition, all of Stern's Spike two games received a new buy more games for your home ad from Stern designed to entice would-be location only players to take the next step and like the Jeffersons move on up to pinball home ownership. Already a pinball owner and find the new ads annoying to see on your machine's attract mode? Not to worry, a new helpful video courtesy of pinball YouTuber Carrie Hardy shows you how to turn the ad off in your Stern Adjustments menu found in setting number 55. Thanks, Carrie! Now, while it's interesting to see Stern updating all the codes for their machines at the same time, rumor has it Stern may also be getting all of their Spike 2 machines ready to be compatible with an actual new Insider connected app that is long overdue. <laughs> just crazy. And still with Stern Pinball, courtesy of a Nap Arcade news item, it appears that Stern may be going back to the well and rerunning one of their most popular and beloved toppers for the Black Knight Sword of Rage machine. Say what? 
Yes, the highly collectible and hard-to-find Knight's Head helmet seems to be in stock and selling on San Diego Amusements website for $14.99 US. Presumably Stern is making another run to these highly sought-after toppers, or San Diego Amusements has been lucky enough to find a few of these hard-to-find toppers buried in their Black Knight treasure room. And if that wasn't enough, there are rumblings that much like its recent vaults of their Stranger Things pinball, Stern may also be manufacturing a new special limited edition run of their Black Knight Sword of Rage machine in the near future. Say what? Moving quickly on to pinball manufacturing newcomer Barrels of Fun Pinball, who appears to be continuing to roll more Labyrinth units off their assembly line while they continue to make very minor tweaks to some of their mechs and ramps based on some helpful real-world feedback and playtime they received at the Chicago Expo, Houston Arcade Expo, and this week at the Free Play Florida event. Overall interest and feedback from this new entry into the pinball scene continues to be very high, delighting pinball fans old and new with its fun dance magic dance world on your glass and vintage personality speaking of dance courtesy of various social media posts Dutch pinball teased would be buyers with one of its new mods from its upcoming new line of toppers for its big Lebowski pinball machine designed by modder extraordinaire Lior from the art of pinball this first mod showed a bowling ball sitting on a cracked bathroom floor tile in front of an open toilet with it lit LED bowl. Fans of the movie will understand the reference and all of the other new mods from Dutch will be revealed next week. Well, that's all for this week. Happy Thanksgiving to all and until next time, catch you on the flip side. Well, thank you, Craig, for doing a real top stories. Yeah, nicely done there, Bobby. Now we got to get into the meat and potatoes of Stern Pinball's production updates. What's taters? What's Tether's breath? I've been it's watching t- the extended version. Have you seen the extended <gasps> versions of Lord That's of the That's the Rings? only version. Other than when I went to the theaters and saw it, I only watched extended version. Oh, interesting. This is my first time around for the extended version. Oh, versions. okay. I, wa- I watch Lord of the Rings extended at least once a year. I highly approve. I like the extra additional details. Mm-hmm. It tells us more of the story. No, it's, uh, yeah, the editing that was done was very much just to try and contain those very long run times. They, it wasn't one of those instances, like if you ever watched the extended edition of Commando, where it's no, like, I no, okay, well, you don't need to, because all it is is more sort of uh, exposition that was already well integrated into the movie. It's just pointless dialogue. They're actual meaningful things. Christopher Lee is actually in the last film of Lord of the Rings. As I, that was my biggest disappointment when I was going to the theaters, is I knew he had filmed scenes yeah, for Return yeah. of the King. And then I went to the theater and it, it, he wasn't there. I'm on two and then towers I, right now. So yeah. Okay. Well, you'll, get you'll get to see more of him at the start of Return of the King. So to war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what, speaking of Stern Pinball, that's, that's a One game. One ill turn deserves another. I'd like to have that game again. That'd be a fun game. Yeah. yeah. When, right. When's Stern going to re-release it? I have no Is that in your production update? No, it's not. They've been jumbling them around a little bit here. So like the last couple of weeks since we spoke to you last, listener, we've seen Elvira's Blood Red Kiss special edition games uh, come and go. So those have been shipped out as well as Stranger Things Pro models. They've been going out as well. This week, we I thought it was going to be Stranger Things Premium. It still may be, but they have moved up from December the run of Godzilla Premiums. So we've seen those on Factory Friday on social media from Stern Pinball. So mm. uh, Godzilla Premium is on the line and will be shipping out this week. Well, very good game. So if Godzilla's on the line, that leaves Stranger Things Premium. Now, 
There was a rumor swirling around uh, the Bowles pen side and social media that uh, that Stranger Things premium was bumped back to next year because of a parts delay. I can confirm I have not heard of any of that. So okay, this was a I hadn't followed those threads, so this was news to me. Yeah, so I, it could be true, but they have not officially told dealers that at at all. Um, yeah, so to my knowledge, the last official update we received was that Stranger Things premium was end of November kind of thing. So so we'll see. Early December then leaves us with Guardians of the Galaxy Pro, that one final build. And then something a little bit different that Stern Pinball's doing, I guess, in this new factory. Maybe it's not based on the factory, new factory. But uh, remember, Dennis and listener, they would take a two-week uh, inventory where they shut down the factory and do an inventory, kind of update the first two weeks of January of every year. They would do that. Yes, I remember. That's uh, They've done it forever. Pepperidge Farm remembers as well. Pepperidge but, Farm and anyone who was around last year remembers. Yes, uh, they are actually going to be doing that the last two weeks of December now. You know, that actually makes more sense to me. I thought so, too, to close out the year. Yeah. I mean, once they're I mean, you're after the basically at this point, the the whatever rush they thought they were going to have to build for Christmas is done. Why not? You mm-hmm. know, half the te- half the people want to take vacation anyway. So and yeah. usually in January, they've they're trying to crank out productions on a new cornerstone. So it's always been weird to me that they just have this big lull with it. Now, how does that affect things? I does it affect things? I don't know. I don't know. It if might it shift does. some stuff by a couple of weeks, but mm-hmm. honestly, it probably doesn't impact much. Some of the things that we have seen it do. So we, we were due for James Bond premium. They even said initially pros, but James Bond in December, they've pushed that now out officially. The James Bond premium uh, pro has already been pushed, but the James Bond premium pushed out of December into January of 2024. Now alongside two small runs of Godzilla Premium and Stranger Things Premium. Hmm, that's now, sort of in, that's interesting because Godzilla Premium they're doing right now. Though, exactly. So Godzilla Premium and Stranger Things Premium are the two most recent games in bulk that they're going to be building, with the exception of Guardians of the Galaxy Pro. But yeah, they're building Godzilla Premium, a small run in January. They're building them now. And another small run of Stranger Things Premium in January, which makes me think that they're still going to make Stranger Things Premium now. Otherwise, why are they going to say they're doing another small run? I think, if I'm a betting man, I would say that the response to those two games in particular, Godzilla Premium and Stranger Things Premium, probably amongst the highest right now uh, for Stern Pinball. So they're going to build a lot of them here in November, and they're going to not finish up, but they're going to continue instead of doing a mid-year 2024 run of these. They're going to say, hey, if people want them now, let's keep building them. And they're going to build those in January. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would make sense. Because they are moving around the schedule a lot based on the market right now. Like what is hot, what people are wanting, which is why you're seeing accessories and, and games pop up that you're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. So yeah, does, well, it makes it makes sense, uh, especially now that they it's not like, oh, well, everything we build is, you know, sold immediately. So mm-hmm. they, they're going to need to be a little more strategic. So I won't be surprised if next year we see a lot more shuffling than we even saw this year in the schedule. Possibly. So does that mean the next cornerstone for Stern Pinball will not be seen at the end of December or even in January? I, I, you know, I've been skeptical about them showing it in 2023 this whole year. So I don't. I think this is I think they show it. Uh, possibly do the reveal in January. I'm still holding on to why a, I'm still thinking 
that we are going to see the game at the end of December and they're going to start building because, okay, so what did they do? They had a big ramp up. Maybe that was changing factories, but they had a big ramp up for Venom. When they announced Venom, they, (laughs) it was like in July, but then they didn't start making them until September. It was a big gap there. Yeah, so, but it was it smart to do that? I don't think it was smart, but well, maybe I mean, as a necessity. And, and I'm not going to for some reason. I don't know. Well, I, it's but never it a necessity. Well, me. unless license again, unless licensor, you know, things kind of like what we saw with Pulp Fiction out of CGC. Sure, there's not really a need unless they're up against some sort of deadline to do an announcement unless they're ready to do the build we saw this happen with bond and it was a disaster mm. and venom sales i'm just saying they're mm. they're not exactly godzilla sales they're, they're not hot hot right now no yeah they're not they're not red hot they're not like blood red kiss hot those things are selling yeah i think I that, those uh, are really popular they are thanks to your video oh well we'll talk about that in a bit I still think we may see it December and uh, end of December during that time that they have off. And I think that come January, mid to end of January, you'll start seeing pros on the line. I still think that because they're building so many games right now. I Even if you're telling me, okay, well, in January, Zach, we already have James Bond premium. We got Godzilla premium. We got Stranger Things premium. My retort would be, okay, well, they are specifying that the Stranger Things premium run is small that the Godzilla premium run is small. And I can tell you for a fact that the James Bond premium run will be small. So if you're not having your inventory thing in January and you've got three games, that doesn't even cover three weeks in my opinion. I think they knock those out, all three of those in two weeks. You still got time. Sure, but I just don't see any reason why not hold off until the start of the new year, do the cornerstone announcement and do the build in the same month. Especially now that they now that they're basically doing the inventorying at the end of December, like it just I'm not going to say it looks bad, but I think it looks better for them to not put a two week. What what let's let's be honest, what the consumers will see it as a two week vacation Mm. and put that between your announcement and your build. Yeah, because we know hype is hottest when it is the the what is it? The the night is darkest and blackest before the dawn of the new pipe. Yeah, Man, I'm sure we, that's exactly the quote. A, <laughs> that sounded like me trying to quote something. It's just like, I allow myself to introduce myself. Myself. I think you'll also find this interesting, listener. Dennis, maybe you even find this interesting. So, Probably not, but go ahead. Thankfully, this is like a premature market trends here. Blow my load right now. Uh, the market in the last two weeks, whew, significantly better than the prior two weeks. Well, we're getting close to the holidays. Is this surprising to anyone? So my uh, my forecast has thus far been been correct. We have been very busy moving machines out right now, uh, Q4 holiday time. So thankfully, we have not seen, because we still have a really soft market, but things are selling. Uh, they're selling pretty good right now. So thankfully. Here's the other interesting thing. Now, I, I, this is just a prediction, um, just an assessment based on my knowledge of the industry uh, as a hobbyist and as a, an authorized dealer for Stern Pinball. I think, and anybody at Stern Pinball, if this is just grossly inaccurate, please let me know. But I'm, I'm going to put myself out there. I think 2023, from a sales perspective, has been probably the most successful for Stern Pinball in the last decade. 
Doesn't that seem crazy? Everybody talking well, about what, this. What's your measure? Is that just, do you mean number of games they sold or yes. what? Like, okay. Number of games sold and shipped. Hmm. I think this has been the most successful year they have had in a decade. Yeah, that's my, that's my bold prediction. And I think it's interest a lot of people because everybody heard that 2023 was like the year of the markets crashing and all well, of that stuff. I mean, Foo Fighters did very, very well uh, in the early part of the year. I think people might be losing a little bit of sight of that. Plus they're, I mean, I'm, I'm not, you may be right it, for a variety of reasons. I'm clipping but, uh, that. <laughs> but, but what I, I admit all, I admit all that I'm, I'm honest. I'm honest in my Westerns, in my Western modern stuff. Um, I, um, because there were supply chain constraints that mm-hmm. I think, th- I think if there had not been supply chain issues, 2023 would not have exceeded 2022 or possibly 2021, but that's not the reality. The reality is there were a number of supply chain issues that resulted in Stern not being able to put out enough machines to satisfy demand. People saw everything was sold out, so it feels like that means it was the best year ever, but they may have just because of logistics been able to better meet demand this go and that meant more games being sold mm. but the bottom line is we'll never know the answer because stern is a private company and they do not share that information so in a way the discussion is irrelevant yeah well but I you may that, be right you'll never know the catch up you're right I, I just we were and, able to get products better than in years past well since you're fond of predictions, let me give you my prediction oh. based off of based off of everything we've seen. 2024 will be a worse year for Ooh. Stern sales than 2023. Ooh. Okay. Now, that's an interesting thing because there, there's a couple of factors in play. One is we don't have that still peak kind of we were still coming out of the well, we were already out of the pandemic era. Foo Fighters, by a lot of people, myself included, was seen as that last hurrah of people buying like everything was going to be in super short supply. Mm-hmm. But what works against my prediction is Elwin. Yes, so the fiery phoenix goat. So, and I'm aware. So I, I know I'm actually staking out a pretty bold claim. But again, mm. I'll never be proven wrong because Stern doesn't have the courage to release their numbers. You think reverse psychology is going to work on it? <laughs> Look, I, I, I'm, try, I'm trying my best to get the figures I want. So, it's like, <laughs> it's like my seven-year-old. I bet you won't brush your teeth. I forgot that I, I am doing a podcast with a psychologist <laughs> who basically, a translation to the listener just said, do you think your pop psych 101 <laughs> bullshit is actually going to work on, on Zach Sharp and crew over at Stern? And the answer is no. I it, hey, but it I might. You to, never know. I have to try. I always Someone has to try industry, and get. So. Let me tell you something about pinball media. They don't try and get any real answers to anything. No, I'm trying okay. to actually stake out some actual real news here <laughs> and get you some real meaningful data that would do so much for informing us about the actual <laughs> state of this hobby. So let me use what limited tools I have. In I, my you know toolbox. what? There's enough documentation that I think at some point we will be able to have a very very clean estimation of stern production in the future i really do uh, now that they're just over time data creates patterns it just does so I, I don't think it's far off i think if somebody wanted bad enough right now they could they could compile they could compile a, a informational set that would get them very very close um to 
to that, but I don't think any that this industry, the, the hobbyist in this industry can be lazy at times. I don't see that happening, but, uh, but who knows? I think that Stern, I think Seth's going to email us those numbers. Oh, me and Seth are bros. Yeah, that's, that may happen. Seth, have those numbers emailed to the pinball show at gmail.com. I love that Seth Davis came in as like um, a scapegoat or a punching bag. The poor guy comes in and just because he came in and there was a correlation between him coming in and a market fluctuating, everybody blames that poor man for the, oh, you son of a bitch. And they blame him for all of Do these. Do they? Yes, yes. I hadn't, I, 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 hear I must it. not yes. frequent these dives of of scum oh. and villainy that you do. <sighs> I, I guess it shows that hives. A sadly, Star have Wars to review theme. everything, and it's, uh, it makes me giggle. What hmm. it makes me giggle? What misinformation is really out there? So that's why we try to bring. You know what else was cute this week? Uh, last couple weeks. You know it's a slow news quarter when you have all these content creators trying to dip their toes into the market discussions. Oh, it's precious. I love it. I really do love it. Even if it's you, not their You're, you're saying it in a very bless their hearts sort of way. In a Southern bless yep. their modern hearts. They just, <laughs> they, they've, <laughs> even some of them will try to poke fun at me, but then try to do their own rendition of market trends. It's nice. I think that in episode 141 of the pinball show, it showcases even more so why we are the standard in market discussion and pinball. And we don't even have to do a pinball market trends this episode. That's how strongly I feel about that. Yeah. That's how strongly I feel about that. So everybody else keep entertaining me. I think it's fun, but you might be onto something. I think that if I'm doing a prediction, not that this is a prediction show, but I think you're onto something in the 2024. I would expand it more to say that, 2024 sales wise as an industry will be down more so than it was in 2023. However, the stern pinball products that are being released in 2024, I think significantly surpass the sales of the new products that came out in 2023. So I, so it's going to be tough to say that that they're going to have a worse year because 2024 is going to be a good year for them on new products versus what they had come out in 2023. That's an interesting way to pitch it. Stern's such a large share of the market though. Do you really think that the market could turn down without them actually selling fewer? Um, Maybe not from a money standpoint, but from an actual, like here's the new products that came out. Here's how many units sold versus here's the, I see eh. You see, yeah, I just I just don't see it. what what I will agree. I think we'll both agree on this that we're going to see fewer new releases in 2024 than we did this year. Sure, but holy yes. crap! This mm-hmm. year was just like that was like a once in a century and you, thing. And, but it's following uh, it's following my prediction that Stern had their greatest year yet. It's the catch up year. 2023 is a year of the catch up. People are actually getting parts, so they're able to build stuff. For many of those companies, uh, a little bit too late. But we'll talk about uh, those companies here in a bit. The rest of the schedule here for Stern Pinball. Man, this is like a market analysis within this production update, all within the first 20 minutes of this episode. Hmm. Well, we didn't show them the polynomials to back our figures, but... (laughs) That's for the Patreon members. (laughs) January 2024, we've covered February 2024. Uh, We don't know. We don't know. I still think it's going to be the Cornerstone Premium. Uh, Maybe the LEs. I'll, I'll hedge on that. I'll give you the LEs for February now. 
but Q2 of 2024, we're going to see the likes still of Foo Fighters Pro, Venom Pro, and Premium. The only change here, Q3 is what we have a change. James Bond Pro pushed out of December 2023 into this Q3 position now. Remember, Q4 of 2024 is going to be James Bond Premium, but Q3 now is James Bond Pro, followed with, in Q3, Godzilla Pro, Jurassic Park Pro, and Foo Fighters Pro. Q4, Foo Fighters Premium, James Bond Premium, Deadpool Pro, Stranger Things Pro, still scheduled for Q4, and then at some point next year, Star Wars and The Mandalorian. Okay, Stern Pinball Accessories product updates. Rush Topper shipped last week. All right, now, that let me, here's, this is just... This is Dennis. This is Dennis Corner. Hey, Dennis. Dennis Corner. No, don't sing it. Don't Dennis. sing it. Don't sing it. All right. We have to pay royalties. Um, here's the, and I know we're going to get into it uh, because, and again, I've been, I haven't been totally unplugged, but as you can tell, I've not been doing a very good job keeping up on forum stuff. So I know there's this whole like drama thing about some like commercial stuff in the Stern Code, but, and that got yeah. touched on by, mm-hmm. by, I think Craig Bobby mm-hmm. earlier, but I don't understand this decision to launch rush toppers when you've canceled rush. Uh, like it's, it's like, um, wow. Yeah. Well, they, <laughs> it's like, it's like, I mean, maybe I shouldn't say anything because there's also the black Knight sort of rage topper again, oh, another yeah. has been game. I just, uh, there, there's a, there's a very wide gap here. What's, what's what do they say in the, in the, in the British, like, um, uh, train or subway says like mind the gap. Mind the gap. Oh, I see. Yeah. And it seems like no one minded the gap here. And this gap is massive. I th- like, yeah, it's I th- like, uh, th- wow. I mean, okay. I don't know how many people want to rush topper anymore. The problem is they, I think at a necessity, they built them because they had back orders. I think, okay. I think that's, I, no, there's, I'm sure there's a logic behind it. I just think it's kind of, it's kind of amusing, but this has been amusing. Yeah, my, I know, you know not, what, Dennis, probably not amusing for you because you're a no, distributor, it but it's good. the whole same thing with the expression lighting sy- sy- yeah. systems and stuff coming out a year after the game forum did. It's like, there's just too much gap here. Thank you. People, too many people <laughs> yeah. in this hobby and you can be mad that they do that. And I, I, it's not my behavior, but a lot of people just do this. People don't keep their games long enough to wait that long for all these little bits mm-hmm. to glitz it up. So they need to close this gap. It can, you can't be putting out stuff two years after the game. It is really tough. Yeah. From a distribution standpoint, I am glad you brought it. it. I agree. It is tough to have a product come out, not get adequate information on Hey, if I ordered this many, when are they coming? No information, no information. You only get a portion. You're like, shit, I've got these other people that are wanting to buy one. Then you get a list of them. And then once they do come out, once the game is discontinued, then all those people are either A, got it somewhere else, dude, or B, I'm not even interested in that anymore. And then you're screwed. You got inventory that's going to sit, which is why some dealers such as myself holster your pitchforks people that's why we do some of the non-refundable deposit stuff because we cannot afford to sit on 50 rush toppers when they don't even sell the game anymore so it is a i think it's a problem in the system and one that i hope that they work out because it doesn't make any sense completely agree with you now will those toppers sell maybe i've not even been in this industry long enough to know to say yeah everything sells eventually well, because there's some stuff that's still sitting you, that hasn't sold. You could you could say that about everything. Hypothetically, everything could sell, but you added the appropriate word eventually. Yeah, that's a lot of money sitting. There's a there's a there's a um, there's a time frame on these negotiations. Mm-hmm. At some point, that item that's sitting there is no longer an asset; it's a lodestone. 
Oh, absolutely. And then everybody around your neck, everybody's praising Stern for like dropping the MSRP on some of these games. Well, keep in mind that that's not a great thing either, because if we continue as dealers to just lose money on stuff, then that, that's not uh that is not reinforcement to continue said business model either. I think dealers have become even more cautious as probably manufacturers to even make some of these products um, cautious that, Hey, we got to make sure we don't make too many. Hey, we got to make sure I don't order too many. Um, right. I mean, look at some of the, even the recent, I'll be open the recent Jersey Jack pinball games. You know, uh, I had some inventory there for the last couple of titles. So when the new game Elton John came out, my hesitation was very, very high compared to uh, maybe something like a stern pinball. It's just, it's just real. I'm just being real. But here. So, sure, but I, I'm, I'm also assuming that most of you, you know, maybe not some of the those that upstarted, say during the pandemic specifically. But I would assume, though, most, uh, most of you would probably have known that it wasn't going to continue like it had been sure. in 2021 and 2022. Sure, sure. that at some point thought would actually be required yes the gap i'm hoping well that's what sets the good people uh from the you know lazy people mm. so yeah the rush toppers there was a delay there especially since the game uh, we're assuming is has been discontinued so is this why you've asked me if i wanted rush toppers <laughs> on my wish list yeah. hey for christmas this year i'm going to give you some expression lighting kits rush toppers and turtle toppers hope you need them yeah. <laughs> oh so, turtles i yeah. forgot all about that yeah those are sitting too so yeah, we we've we got some stuff sitting. But yeah, I, I wish that they would they would just manufacture in full what they plan to whenever. Uh, and I've voiced this to Stern before their you know director of accessories and parts saying, don't even re- my recommendation would be don't reveal anything until you have the parts to make however many products you want to make. Then communicate that with the de- dealer distribution network and only sell that many initially. You can take orders if you want to, just don't take money, put them on a back order kind of thing. And whenever you guys decide to make them again, then reach back out and say, hey, but don't take a surplus of orders now only to piss off your customers later because you're only going to be able to make so many. I mean, it's, I don't know. It seems pretty, I want to say common sense, but it like seems, you know, manageable, but, uh, you know, everybody's a work in progress, Dennis, everybody's a work in progress. Speaking of the black Knight sword of rage topper is all the rage two years ago. And mm. it's it's back out. They're going to do a another run of that starting this week. They're going to start shipping Sword of Rage toppers. Think how yeah. much of a uh, you think people are wanting that? I mean, it's it's a really cool topper, and uh, the game is not all that popular. So no, I don't. Yeah, we've had we've had some customers reaching out for it, but I didn't know if that would be like. Of course the market is high on that still. So of course there's probably some, uh, some room to sell some, I just don't know how many, but if Stern can do like smaller runs of accessories and stuff, tally ho, hell yeah. Now there was a, I think nap arcade was saying he was hearing rumblings of there being a special edition of a black Knight sort of rage game coming possibly in the future for the life of me. I don't hmm. see that. How? Why? What? No. Really? Uh, the, I, no. It, 
I hope the I'm pro not saying, version. I'm not saying just because Steve's gone from the company that they wouldn't run it again. Uh, I don't think that would be the factor, but I I don't think there's enough demand to, yeah, re- I, I, to touch I that game. I don't, I don't see it. November and December, Stranger Things accessories hopefully here. December Godzilla topper and Q1 of 2024 is going to be Iron Maiden toppers. Do you see this new Stern Pinball Holiday promotion? They're doing more of these, and I think we're going to continue to see that. They're giving away a free Jurassic Park player mat with the purchase of a Jurassic Park Pro Premium or 30th Anniversary Edition game from now until the end of the year. The same no, goes. I had not seen that. Yeah, same goes for Foo Fighters. They're doing a promotional banner free for anyone purchasing a Foo Fighters Pro or Premium machine from now until the end of the year. So get your orders in. Everybody wants those banners. Boom, Foo Fighters, you can get one now. And you know, Dennis, it's a slow news period in pinball when media create content to complain about stern pinball code updates or them having well, promotional videos talking about code updates is like the most boring thing anyone could ever do man man uh, just some clickbaity stuff out there <laughs> come mm. on guys drum up something more interesting than that who first off there are people on pinside on social media outlets there are people discussing in pinball their outrage their anger associated with the new updates for Stern having pro, a promo playing in the attract mode. Have you heard of this this hatred that people I, are having? I saw. I did How see do a I couple of things off? about it. Oh, I saw God. a couple of things about it uh, on some of my Discord channels, but I haven't. <laughs> I didn't dive into any of it because I haven't. I haven't actually turned on my two games that I suppose will now have this this yeah. week. So I've not downloaded these new promo videos, listener. Who really gives a shit about a promo playing in the attract mode of your stern game? You cannot tell me you actually care about this, please. And if you do care about this, sit yourself down, have a nice drink, watch something on Netflix and realize there are more important things to give to give shits about than this. This is what uh, mama would uh, would call a, a rat's ass, not not giving a rat's ass about this or cat's ass, or any other animal's ass about this. It's so much, so much worse, that promo video, than what? The the 14 high score screens that pop up? Oh. There are a lot of high Saves the high it's score got, screens. It's gotten, a little, it's gotten a little silly. Right? Like Spinner Champ, that <laughs> does not offend me. But fucking a promo video showing other games that Stern makes? How fucking dare they? Chill out, guys. Who cares but then whenever they see it on their data east game the tales from the crypt. Yeah, I was gonna say they did this back in the day yeah, like people uh, love it. i remember Ooh, when i had yeah. Data east jurassic park and it kept telling me about the upcoming last action hero i love the discussions here's how you properly go to turn it off oh God, who cares there is a new code on all stern games though the the code giving code thanksgiving from stern most of them were just updating the node board systems and that promo video and stuff there's little things here and there there were a couple of games that did get some girth there uh, on their updates, such as Stranger Things. You got a Demogorgon challenge mode. Foo Fighters were at 0.99. We're getting close to 1.0 on that game. It uh, received some insider-connected achievements. Elvira got a new mode altogether uh, in the house. And Venom, which is at 0.94, gets its final wizard mode and a null challenge mode, as well as XB tweakage. Well, XP tweakage, I think, is making it even more difficult to build up your characters for Venom, which uh, the more difficult, the more long-lasting a game will be, so I think it's a good idea. 
Elsewhere in Stern Pinball News, Jim Jeffries, very famous comedian, talked pinball and proved his fandom with a quiz that he took on his I Don't Know About That podcast. I wasn't familiar with the podcast, but uh, mm. went and checked yeah, I it didn't out. He's the is he the Australian comic? Yeah, he's the Aussie. Has the has the, the I his claim to fame was that brothel joke, right? Yeah, the, I think uh, it's Doctor. Okay, John's I've seen favorite. his act. He's he's very funny. He's 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 one but of I the best wa- out I, there. Okay, I didn't know he was still act. I mean, he wasn't old at the time. I just I just I, it's been years since he's, I actually saw his routine. Been, yeah, he's been in comedy for a long, long time. He has a podcast as well as doing the show bits and Netflix series and stuff, but. Uh, he is a huge fan of pinball. I didn't realize mm, that. So okay. much so that he takes, takes quizzes on things that he, uh, I don't know about that. And uh, he knew a lot. They were also joined with Stern Pinball Marketing Director Zach Sharp. And while he got a lot of the questions wrong, like you could tell, he was like a uh, he was like a, a newbie pin side per Like he knew a lot of his shit. And it was it was nice to see. And that that's a big reach for pinball, having Jim Jeffries as an ambassador. So don't fuck it up, Jim. Come on. Oh. Speaking of not fucking it up, the unboxing. Have you witnessed and experienced the unboxing yet? No, I made a reference to your video because I knew it. I knew it came out because your straight down the middle thread. I mean, no, it was your flipping out thread on Pinside had a lot of posts. Mm -hmm. So I read that, but I hadn't actually seen the uh, link recommended to me on my YouTube yet. So I haven't watched it. Nelly once said, it's getting hot in here. So take off all your clothes. The unboxing, Elvira's Blood Red Kiss. Uh, was was done by straight down the middle and flipping out pinball. Myself, we did uh, Nicole and I. I uh, got to work with Nicole, my wife. We got to film an unboxing of the very special Elvira's Blood Red Kiss. I won't give it away for you, listener, if you haven't watched it yet, or Dennis, if you haven't watched it yet. It's two minutes. I can only last two minutes for that video. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. It's creating a lot of chatter. And just think to yourself, once you realize, what the fuck did I just see? Uh, think to yourself, what is Elvira? Elvira is, is two things mostly. That theme is sexy and that theme is funny, right? Would you agree on that? Sexy yeah. and funny. Well, that was always her whole gimmick. That was her shtick. And it was very sticky too, right? Yeah. <laughs> So things got oh, a little no. sticky. Oh, no. I think I just played into and, something yeah. about the video, didn't I? Go check it out. Uh, Jersey Jack pinball in the news. <sighs> Toy, Story, Toy Story accessories are starting to ship. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Toy Story 4. Toy Story 4 accessories starting to ship. So you'll see some art blades. So no slinky dog. And, Sorry, guys. Yeah, well, Guess you get forky or whatever it was coming. called. And uh, the Loser Kid Pinball Podcast. They've been on a roll lately. They had Jack Ranieri, the founder of Jersey Jack Pinball. They interviewed him on their podcast. Did you get a chance to listen to that yet? I have not heard this one yet. So I'll fill you in on a couple of tidbits. As well <laughs> as Good, because otherwise I was going to be absolutely worthless to you in this I, discussion. I always love listening to the Loser Kids. I always got to check them out. I'm working through there. I want to take my time through the Larry DeMar thing. So, Oh, now that, that one's really good. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did that like all in one go. Yeah, it was so really good. Listen to that now. So Jack Guarneri was on there. He described himself as being risk avert. These are like the, the knockout points that I, made me go, ah, okay. oh, okay. Hmm. He described himself as risk aversive regarding the risk of choosing Elton John as a pinball theme. Risk aversive. I don't, in other I don't words, underst- okay. uh, I don't understand why he would say that. In other words, he's saying, you know, they asked him, wasn't it a risk going to Elton John? He said, you know what? I've been around long enough. I'm kind of risk aversive. I, I, don't, I don't worry about that kind of stuff. I just shoot from the hip kind of thing. Oh, 
Okay, so he didn't mean he was risk adverse. Okay, yes, maybe I'm one saying. who avoids risk. No, he says he just doesn't. He's a risk taker. He takes risk. He doesn't I'm a, care. I'm a risk take. I'm a risk taker. Yeah, he doesn't care. He talked about Steve Ritchie coming aboard. He said Steve Ritchie came over ready to work on a game, not necessarily Elton John specifically. Oh, what a shock! They asked him, like, <laughs> did Steve know he was doing Elton John when he came over? You mean I'm doing Tiny Dancer? Yeah, <laughs> just, the just, hell? I mean, he did do Elvis for um, Stern, but <laughs> I don't know if he wanted that one either. Uh, I'm going to read this quote because I, I found okay. it okay. a, a okay. nice, interesting way of putting it. Quote, when we handed Steve Elton John, at first he's looking for some uh, high power car or jet fighter or some kind of rocket ship or some kind of wacky um, title like that. I, I didn't have that for him. Next up was Elton John. And you know, he said, really? And, and we said, yeah. And he said, okay, I'll get into it. And he did. So okay. when asked about right. what, what Steve Ritchie thought about Elton John, uh, there's your quote. Okay. Uh, I just, <laughs> that, that's funny, but I was just going to opine, uh, you know, in my opinion, uh, high powered cars, jet fighters and rocket <laughs> ships are not wacky titles. They are, oh, I don't know what people want. <laughs> he said, really? He said, yeah. He said, okay, I'll get into it. <laughs> but oh then it was gosh. confusing because then he described not being able to have a some kind of uh, like there's a saying like not not wanting a vegan in the kitchen cooking a steak because suggesting like Steve liked what I was confused because it sounded like he put the vegan in the c- kitchen cooking a steak but right so that would suggest that Steve liked what he was cooking which was Elton but- John. It w- it was confusing. I, I don't know what to, it okay. all sounded good. It I've, felt good when no, you're hearing gosh, it. Gosh, now then, I wish I had played this ahead yeah, of time. So I'd have under, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'd have processed it any easier Maybe than what you're trying me. to summarize. So they were talking about different flipper strength because everybody's like, "Why does Elton John play so much better? Was it Steve Ritchie? Are they using different mechanisms that he brought over from Stern? Like, what is going on? <laughs> he brought a box of Stern's coils. Like, what, what is what is going on? <laughs> that would be awesome. So, just, Here you guys go. You need this. <laughs> When when they're just like we we, we have to limit the CE run because that's how many coils snuck out of logistics. (laughs) Here's a node board. We can't get more of these guys. Play better. Uh, when when speaking of the different flipper strengths and feel on the Richie game, Jack suggested that all of the games are capable of that if going into the system and increasing the coil strength. Uh, wouldn't have people figured that out by now if that was true? I think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what do I know? I don't know a Toy Story 4, so I can't Here's say. my guess. I don't know what it is. But my guess, based on different conversations that I've had in the past with people who do create pinball machines or who code some of the greatest pinball machines ever is that Stern and Jersey Jack uh, typically use two different coil systems for their flippers. I don't know if anybody knows this. Everybody's always asked, but I'm here to talk to, I'm not going to say who specifically told me this, but let's just say it's somebody I very much trust um, in having some type of idea behind this. They said that uh, Pat Lawler in particular liked an underpowered coil. Like is like a Bally Williams. He did that in Bally Williams. Like he just he used a certain type of coil power, um, not power, but a certain type of coil because all coils create different power limits and, and boundaries. And they kind of adopted that a lot at Jersey Jack Pinball. 
So much so that they, in the recent releases, they have upgraded some consistencies in software to make the power more consistent, et cetera. But I don't know if Steve changed it because I was told by that person, wait until Steve, this is probably two years ago, right when Steve joined. They mm. said, wait until Steve goes over there. Um, it won't flip like their games have flipped. I can assure you that. Okay. So I don't know if he's maybe using a higher powered coil and that helps. Or as Jack is mentioning, no difference at all. They're just, you can change it in the menu system, which I, well, it, I, if you have, I mean, do, I don't, you probably don't have an Elton John yet. At no, your, I don't. Okay. I don't Once you do, just, just, just look at the coil number mm-hmm. on the, on the wrapper and compare it, it to your Toy Story 4 or whatever. Uh, Scott was saying a little correction here on the Loser Kid podcast. Scott said that they, he said this on a previous episode too, Scott, you said that they dropped the price of oh. this new game. And oh, was, they didn't drop any yeah, prices. Yeah, that, that's why I was like, no, they haven't dropped any of the game. Now, Jack didn't clear him up. Then Scott asked Jack about what to expect from JJP games that have a higher price than other companies' games. So Jack talked about the current market, talked about his enjoyment of like riding utensils. We didn't know that. Jack Renary likes the hobby of riding utensils. Like, oh, okay. So he's Mont like in like Mont Blanc. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I have a Mont Blanc pen. It's not my, I use a Bic. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> but I have one here on the desk. So it was yeah. nice to hear. Uh, I always like hearing the hobbies of other people uh, in the industry and friends. Yeah. And that's stuff. a, that's a, that's an, uh, I mean, that's a, that's a niche hobby. Uh, yeah. There was, are a lot of people. Oh, there are a lot of people into it though. He was kind of equating pinball day. He was like, you know, talking about the current market and the market of pins. Oh, sorry. I called it a pen or writing utensil. Uh, his enjoyment of that. He said, even, you know, they're really expensive. Even if he's writing with an expensive pen, it's holding a $5 ink cartridge. So there's, you know, his, his spouse, would tease him about that. Uh, so he was just equating that. I found interesting. Hmm. He did also confirm that Guns N' Roses is JJP's best-selling game to date. I don't think that'll surprise too many people, though. Though, you know, w- Wizard of Oz had such a long run, it would... Mm-hmm. I could see where there I could be it, some debate yeah, between those two. I thought it still might be that, but he, he was here to confirm it. Okay. Jack also said that there are three games in development right now, and they have three designers, so you can mm-hmm. kind of... No, that makes sense, yeah. yeah. Josh asked Jack about the Cam and Cow statement. Remember the Cam and Cow statement that Jersey Jack Pinball has the Harry no, Potter license? I forgot all about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Pepperidge Farm remembers. That's two now. Yeah, but the, well, whatever those little Danish cookies for Christmas that I like, <laughs> they don't remember. Oh. They just remember to put lots well, of sugar well, on the Lorna rectangle Dunes. ones, which are the rectangle ones are the best. Do you remember Lorna Dunes? Lorna Don, Don Dunes? Uh, I, no, yeah. I don't. But Emails when you say Dune, Dune, I just think about Arrakis and how I was supposed to have the second Dune movie out this year, but they pushed it back. Yeah, where are you at there, 2024? <sighs> Timothy Chalamon being Willy Wonka. What sort of crap is that? That looks like horse shit. Oh, it looks so bad. <laughs> I won't see that, and I'm a big Wonka fan. So, Cam and Cal, the Go statement- back to the sand. <laughs> the, the Cam and Cal statement. What's Jack think about that? He said, quote, it's no secret that a lot of people want the license, tried to get the license, and, you know, the rumor about what J.K. Rowling believes pinball is and all that stuff. I only know what you guys know about what's been out there in the public and what's been said, so uh, I don't really have anything to add to it. Okay. Mm. Not in the yep. plan of the company to rerun games either. Not surprised. Not in the plan. So too much that they are working on and in future games – than to turn back and to do any reading. can't go back can't go gotta go forward to go back wow. that's interesting sorry pirates fans i wouldn't take too much of that because 
push comes to shove, if if they could remake games and they know they're gonna, they could sell games, they would. Like it's just it's business. I mean, come I, on. You, absolutely, but I I think Nothing actually the strategy is the right strategy in most instances. Sure. It's just the the amount of this you don't want to you you don't want to fall for the uh the well the meme would be it's morbin time you familiar with morbius yeah uh, yes I, all right i i never saw it i'm not, and I'm, I'm, assuming, not seen it. I'm assuming you didn't either because right. you still seem to have a will to live I've not seen so it. but it, just as a quick summary for the for the audience in terms of this this meme because i think it's somewhat relevant is that movie came out into theaters it did terrible but then the internet started making fun of it and talking about it and be doing this whole it's morbid time and and playing it up so much so that the studio was like, wait a moment, there's demand for this. Let's put it back in the theater where it did even worse. And uh, and so you see with pinball, when you look back, generally speaking, I don't think we know of any instance. Well, we've seen games get a second wind like Stranger Things, mm-hmm, for example, yeah. uh, Guardians to an extent. Uh, it's never necessary unless you've got the ability already the idea is are you really going to sell more though the second you'll sell more units but will you sell more than the first time you sold them Mm. because then you're asking yourself should i just go ahead and go to the next game which doesn't have any any taint to it oh you've watched my video (sighs) (sighs) i have not watched your video and now i'm regretting all of my word choices i'm just going to go back to modern (laughs) uh i think there's only a couple of occasions that we could even argue that that could have happened. I would say maybe medieval madness, but one could argue it's a different game entirely or attack from Mars. Mm. Sure. No, there will be times where we're going back is the right answer. And in fact, I would have said for Jersey Jack, it was the right answer to have gone back and run pirates within the first year of them ending pirates. But that, that ship has sailed. I I might be on your boat there, so to speak. Because if they did, well, don't, re- Poseidon will look at you. So don't you ever it, if forget you think about it. If you got three new titles coming, I can, it just, I could be wrong, but it feels just like on. the bill of materials may be different now at Jersey Jack. Maybe the margins are better for them on newer games than would be even twice the sales with a BOM of pirates. Does that make sense? Yeah. sure maybe and honestly mm-hmm. i like can't, the licensing I, cost you know i can't fathom them selling pirates for any less than they're selling elton john for uh, absolutely absolutely and yeah that will be a factor that people will contemplate if they were to see it plus licensing so, stuff, yeah. and you know uh J- jack has noted that he's risk whatever uh the opposite of adverse <laughs> or whatever he was trying to say so uh, you know, that's the one thing is, uh, I mean, I don't know if he's going to finally find a theme that's not risky, but actually good. He all, he did say that they're close to selling out of their Elton John CE. So maybe that was a good thing. Sure. Okay. The deal is, I, I think they have a bright future. <laughs> I think they have a mm. bright future. It's the, I know the, the last couple have been big old swings for the fence. Whether they've connected on those balls or not is up to you. But I, I think you have no choice but to, to hit home runs on some of the stuff that they may have in the future. It might be playing wiffle ball here. Maybe. Maybe not. 
I, hell, I don't know. Let's talk about spooky pinball. What are they doing? Are they swinging for the fences? Well, I know myself and Greg Bone from Straight Down the Middle visited Bugs Scream and Stream nearly two weeks ago. You didn't tune in for that, of course. Whatever. No. We visited the spooky gang. It's the first time we've been up there. It was, okay. a, it was a lot of fun. Well, I'm glad it was a big deal for you. We look, we discussed on that stream all kinds of stuff. You have to go back and wa- watch it. We no, dis- I don't think we so. We discussed themes that we selfishly would love for pinball, but that no company would ever make. Mine were like DuckTales. Nobody's going to make that. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, which they thought was crazy. I, I still that, think it might be. Actually, I, I, might be I've, a, sne- I've had something. a sneak peek at your list here. That one is absolutely the worst one you See, had as a suggestion. I think it might work. No, it would not. Oh, it would not. Message us on Facebook, YouTube, emails. I don't know. Mr. Rogers neighborhood. I think it might work. No, it's Titanic? like Sesame street. It's like Sesame street. It's just, it's not, it's not appropriate for pinball. Oh, I think it's so cool, but all right. What about Titanic with Leo? Yeah, actually that would have been a, I'm a, I'm a little surprised they never did that back when the movie came out actually. Camera. Maybe they couldn't get the rights or something. I don't know. Well, yeah, that's... no, that one would have been good, but it's really tragic. Do you think people will be able to handle all the tragedy? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's far enough removed. We're good. Okay. We're, we're good. Speed? Yes, that would have been an excellent one. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> just imagine, bum, just bum, trying bum, to imagine bum, the bus bum, toy bum. going all the way around the pin. Yeah. That would be what would make it oh cool. My God. And my personal favorite to make someday, this is one that I think if I ever get the gift of creating pinball and designing pinball, I will make it. It's Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Licensing nightmare, but yes. Yeah, it could never happen. It would. But yeah, no, that one would work. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah, see, most of yours are fine. DuckTales is fine, too. Uh, Mr. Rogers is a miss. Total miss, though. No one wants that. What about Mr. Rogers on a bus with a bomb on it? He'd just be friendly, put his loafers on. I'll just remember, he, he, he takes off his shoes and there's the bomb in the shoe That's and right. he's why. And it was him all along why That's we have right. to go through security at the airport now. <laughs> well, shit. Seems to me, children, I've got a bomb strapped to my shoe. Oh, on the most recent Scream and Stream this past week, Nap Arcade reporting that Christopher Franchi art is on the upcoming Spooky Pinball title. Mm. And he said probably the next game, too. So, mm. well, Nappy knows something. Well, he's had a couple of games this year, and the art's been widely uh, praised, both for Galactic Tank Force yep. and Elton John. Nobody has crapped on Franchi's art yet. Yet. Well, he's not, he's you know, not bad you know at what? art. So, that would, I mean, that would, uh, you'd have to do a bad job. You know what I find like interesting, though? I think that Zombie Yeti has got more shit than Franchi has on his Well, artwork. he has more games out. So, okay. some of his is volume. All right. Some of this is volume, so people are going to compare his work to, you know, his other pieces of work, and that's yeah. going to happen with Franchi pieces as well. It's just, we kind of got saturated with Zombie Yeti. A yeah, lot of people are more than happy to be saturated with it, too. Absolutely. So. Me. Spooky also gave away a prototype part from their next game to a viewer, but they didn't show it on the stream. Hmm. They also okay. sent one to Carrie Hardy, a, a part, and he showed it. It looked, I, I'm not even going to describe what it looks like. Um, yeah, don't. This is an audio medium. And it doesn't just, work. You know, it's, it's a part. It's Nobody a part. cares. So, Zach, why were you up there anyway? Well, we were, Greg and I were just, you know, visiting. I'm going to try to take a page from the Jack Winaries of the world. It's no secret that a lot of people wanted to go up there, tried to go up there. And, you know, the rumor about what they're working on, all that stuff. Aren't they already snowed in up there now? Dennis, I only know what you know uh, and what you guys know about 
you know, what they're working on and mm. what's been said. So mm. I, I don't really have anything else to add to that. Okay. American Pinball, I can add a lot. GTF Signature Editions. Get your ice cream ready, bitches. It's coming. It's shipping this week. What? They're shipping. When is the when Lunch is the box. third when is the third version of the of the Legends of Valhalla coming out? <laughs> Lenticular you know, translator. Re- when they redefined the tiers and added that third tier, the middle oh. tier, and they were supposed to because of all this demand. Yeah, Dave Fix said on a recent video interview from Pernap Arcade from Steve Cummings, one of their AP sales by video that was done by 904 Pinball Zine. I'm so sick of all these references that they sold out of their Legends of Ahala LE machines, and they may make more classic editions in 2025. But what about the middle edition? I forget I the names. I, so. don't, I don't remember either. Oh, okay. I don't remember. All I know is GTF signatures are finally shipping. That's all I know. All okay. I know. Well, I know a lot more that we will discuss in our special Patreon content. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but more, more to that to come. Also, Dutch Pinball Museum posted a video on YouTube of a factory tour that they took. Uh, with with Dave Fix there, and Dave told them things such as they want to produce 300 GTFs by the end of the year. Um, okay, and American Pinball uses the same cabinet manufacturers, JJP. All right, that's cool. AP claims to have over 200 orders for Houdini still. Wow, which are being built now. Mm. Uh, 200. Mm. Wow, that's yeah. a huge number. Do you think they've sold 200 GTFs? Well, they might have 200 orders. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> they have 100 orders. So five, five years later, after Houdini was developed and shipped, there's still 200 orders? I mean, uh, it, okay. it has legs. It sure does. <laughs> it's the stranger things of American pinball. By ratio, I've got five ordered. For the last mm. three years. <laughs> well, you're not their. You might. You're not their biggest distributor, though. Are so, you? No. <laughs> I, I don't know. I have no. Clue. I don't think so. I hope no. not. <laughs> if I, I do, used to. I used those... to round up to the nearest hundred. Also, yeah. so. I don't know. I don't. I didn't. I, actually, I would tell no. them if you know if you don't have two hundred orders of Houdini. If you don't, then don't build those. Don't. Let's not build those guys. Uh, so we were talking about that 904 pinball zine uh, interview with Steve Cummings, who's an AP sales person per NAMP Arcade. That's where I found this. GTF Deluxe is going to run again after GTF LE and SCs and Houdinis. So the Deluxe mm. version of GTF is coming. Um, How many hundred of those do you think are on order? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> just, the de- just the Deluxe, not the other flavors. A hundred, maybe? I don't know. Two hundred, you said? Okay. No, I don't think. I don't think a hundred. Yeah, yeah, probably a uh-huh. hundred. Mm-hmm. Maybe four hundred. Yeah, they've shipped some already, but yeah. okay. their next game is coming likely late January into February. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's soon. And I didn't know this. Their next three games are original themes. What? Oh, my God. What? Their no. next, not one, not no. two, but three. No, I thought that I thought the next game was supposed to be licensed. I don't know that I actually heard that anywhere. I just assumed. Yeah, I don't know. The next three. Wow. Talk about risk wow. of murder, 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 mur
That's not right. <laughs> that's not right. Oh my God. That's not right. Let's hope that's not right. I, in fact, Dave Fix in has fact, said, I'm not going to double is, down. I'm going to triple down. That, if this is the decision, it's just plain wrong. It's just wrong. It's just plain wrong. This oh, is not the right. No. This is not a right decision. Oh. Fly, you fools. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so a prototype of their next machine is being shipped out now to the sound designer to add music to the game. Didn't you hear the next three games are original themes? Oh my god! I I don't know if he's saying maybe after I, that game. I don't know what. There is no after if they do three original. Uh, Jason App, we need sequence. clarification. What is it? What what's going on? Haggis Pinball's on track to complete their Fathom Revisited games. Do you know that? By the end of the year, they're setting up the line for Centaur starting December. Okay, I mean, I hadn't heard an update from a couple months ago where that was the plan, so it sounds like it's on course. Yep, I think they shipped the remainder of our Fathom Mermaid editions this week or last Mm. week. So they're on a plane somewhere. (sighs) That was my plane. Okay. I thought you were sighing over the three original themes. You know what? You, no, I don't. You, in private chat with me and David Dennis, you poo-pooed my love for cruises, calling them filthy mongrels of a vacation. And that is not what I spreading, said. Germ-spreading vessels. But you throw, you threw no shade to those venturing into uh, an airplane. Huh? Where, where's, Airpr- the, where's the Pan Am shame? Have, airplanes have filters on the recycled air. The ships don't have filters. They have open air. <sighs> I talked to you about the food poisoning. No one eats airplane food. Peanuts? They don't give those out Peanut anymore because of, not, because of not allergies. They give you pretzels. And then they're like, thirsty, aren't you? That'll be $4. No. Yes. That's what they do now. So no one yeah. consumes stuff on planes because it's extra money. So they're on they're on track to start Centaurs this December. Speaking of newer Yay. companies, Barrels of Fun, they continue to slowly ship Labyrinth. They still have they don't have that schedule. So the, for the ten people every day that email me asking for a schedule update, believe me, I'm about to drive down to Houston myself. I probably fly or take a cruise ship down there. I could probably take it all the way around. But uh, no, they don't have a schedule for who's getting what, when, where. I think it's just those early first 20 that they put on the website kind of thing. They did go to the Houston Arcade Expo, another huge, big old hit for Labyrinth there. And I think they're at the Dutch Dutch Open uh, this week. The the game is still continuing to get sales and everything. They they did it right. They're, they're even making some upgrades and adjustments to the game after the feedback they've been receiving from some of the shows, Joel's streams, some of the stuff like that. And they've already started sending those kits out for said fixes. So that's a good sign. I like that. But they've always said that they're going to ramp up in January. So they're working out all of the stuff right now. I want to say thank you to people. It's Thanksgiving. It's that time of the year. We have to say thank mm. you. But first, before we thank anybody else, we've got to thank our Screaming Go Club members. Yes, we must thank them. You know, I, th- I think Do it. I think what would be fun this week, we, we, everybody's got nicknames, right? Like yeah. Bobcat. Thank you, Bobcat. Um, Thanksgiving foods. There's okay. so many of them. What? If, if we pegged Rodney with a, a Thanksgiving food, Besides, maybe it has to do with a bobcat. What would it be? Yes, because there's so many staples <laughs> that have to do with it. Rodney. Uh, Rodney I mean, would be, hmm, he feels like the corn to me. Okay. A staple. Okay, I did consider the corn for him. Did you? Yeah. 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 
you know, one that might hurt on its way out, but you're always happy it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm sorry, Rodney. Oh, shoot that fucker. The corn. Enjoy. And thank you for the support. Thank you, Jabs. The Jablonski. The Steve. The Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you. You see, he could have been corn too because of the yellow Bumblebee. He could have. But I mean, what what what's the like dish when people bring it out? They scream for it, what? like you would scream for bumblebee. The pie, like the oh. pump, like the pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. Bumblebee! I assumed you were a pumpkin pie person. I prefer I'm pecan myself, a, or what I usually get for Thanksgiving is actually French silk. At least you didn't call it pecan. Ugh, those people. I have a story behind that. I won't share it on this episode, but remind oh. me sometime and I'll show you we'll t- the, share you the pecan story. Let's do the Patreon. We'll give it to the Patreon people. No, so, no, they they want it. Jablonski and Michael Bay are both pumpkin pie people. Yes. Swoop low with that telephoto. Shoot that pumpkin pie. The Panther, the Panther coming in, Rob. What's the sexiest Thanksgiving food? Mm. Mm. It's not the yam. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Is it the you know, turkey? No, the turkey is well, not sexy. It's, it's like, more, you got to get just it our, done. I mean, it's like the center, you know, it's kind of what brings mm. the whole thing together. Maybe the, the mashed potatoes are what most people get excited about. Nothing sexy about a mashed potato. With no. gravy. Mashed potato face. No, no. Oh, what about the uh, cornucopia? That's a very no sexy one, That is ornament. just an art. No one actually has that on their table. I, I, you know what? I bet Rob does. And he's the cornucopia. <laughs> Nicely done, Rob. The cornucopia. <laughs> I'm going to have one at my family's dinner. Uh, uh, I, I bet Nicole probably has one, so I'm not surprised. Colin, the kineticist, or should we say the new owner of TWIP? Did you see mm, this? Yeah, I did, yes. This Week in Pinball now mm. owned by Colin. Nicely done, Colin. Yeah, that's he's putting a lot on his hands. So I think he is the he's the bowl of black olives that the kids <laughs> stick on all their fingers. Who, who in the hell has a bowl of black olives on Thanksgiving? We, that's what we do on Thanksgiving. That's a thing? We yep. Every year we have a bowl of black <laughs> the, olives. All right, Colin, at the Creasel household, you are the bowl of black olives, my friend. Yep. And there's only one little olive and it's precious because it's your baby, Colin. Your little baby. That's the only one that doesn't rip because yeah. you put it on the pinky. That's right. Me and David Bowie want that baby. All right. What about the Falcon? Mm. Frankie. Frankie. What's a, what's an annoying sounding uh, when somebody eats it at the table? What's a, it sounds annoying like that Falcon Thanksgiving? Mm. I want to say. Well, the cranberry sauce is annoying. Okay, it is. It's a bit much, isn't it's it? It's like, yeah. Frank, you <laughs> are the cranberry sauce of this show. We we need you. Somebody likes you. <laughs> the sad thing is, like, Frank is the most kindest, gentlest, sweet person ever. I'm sorry, Frank, but go with it. He probably thought he was a shoe in to be the turkey since it's a bird. But he thought. No, nope, he, he thought, thought wrong. wrong. Yeah, he did think wrong. I don't know which way we're going to go with the shaker motor, Dave. Which way are we going to go with Dave? Something, something. Maybe. Do you think Dave is the giblets? Is, no. Yeah, we haven't done the stuffing. We haven't done the, the fruit stuffing. salad or the Waldorf salad. We haven't done the green bean casserole. The green we haven't bean done or the, the dressing. Yeah. I, oh, I'm oh, sorry. I call, I call it stuffing. Oh, so that's stuffing, what I said. Dressing, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the bread. The bread of the bunch. The bread. The brown and serve rolls. The what? We we always do brown and serve rolls. Oh yeah, those are good. They're they the mashed potatoes with gravy or nothing without the the roll. Do you make uh, little sandwiches with your roll? 
No, I don't. With the mashed potatoes? Okay, that's how I do it. The ham. So. What about the ham? There's a ham. That's true. The ham. I, we'll give him the rolls. We'll give yeah. him the rolls. Because he, he, he rocks with a shaker and he rolls mm-hmm. with his rolls. There's mm. the association Oh, that's pretty there. clever. Wow. Rock and I thought roll he was there, just, Dave. He's still probably sad that he thought he was going to get to be the ham and then you just snatched it from nope. him. Nope. Uh, what about Joe Fox? What does the fox eat? He's a fruit salad. <laughs> <laughs> he gets fruit salad. He's, like, He's the fruit cake for Christmas. Oh. Uh, yeah, Joe Fox, you're the fruit, fruit salad. Fruit salad is one of my favorites, though. Yeah, it's a mixture of greatness. Mm-hmm. It really now, is. Do you do, what, how's your fruit salad, uh, Zach? Do you do, like, uh, we used to do two types. We used to do okay. fruit salad and then Waldorf salad. Are you familiar with the two? I don't. It sounds like a hotel. All right. Fruit salad is the one where the fruit and you mix it in with whipped cream. That's normally what we do at this point. Waldorf okay. salad uses mayonnaise. Oh, God. And so that used That's to be horrible. But, but only me and my mom would. Yep. It's basically the exact same thing, but it's got like walnuts in it. And then Jesus. you do like it's like a mayonnaise. So. Uh, but yeah, we, we discontinued it because I think only my mom and myself would eat that. So how does fruit sweet taste good with sour mayonnaise? It's I think things like Chinese sweet and sour. That's how it works. It's it's that concept. Okay. General challenge. Okay. Well, that works. I kind of like that. So yeah, fruit, fruit cake, fruit cake, Fox, not a fruit cake, the fruit salad. No one eats fruit cake for Thanksgiving. (laughs) That'd be crazy episode. Thank you, Joe. Uh, what about the bell? The bell has rung hmm. for Charlie. Charlie would be. I, I I'm afraid he's the yams. He up. Oh, he got the yams. Yeah. Somebody's someone gotta be gonna the get yam. stuck. Someone's gonna get stuck with it. <sighs> Not that we're stuck with you, Charlie, but uh, you're totally yam material. Mm-hmm. I yam what I yam. <laughs> yep. Popeye. <laughs> no, don't promote that game. What about the dude? There's only one dude. Not on the rug, man. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yeah, what's the most chill food on the table? Well, sometimes it's a little burnt, if you know what I mean. And mm. I think the dude, Will, has got to be the turkey. Uh, sometimes yeah. chill, sometimes burnt. Uh, not always right. But, but often always, smoked. Yeah, Often smoked, man. Smoked, burnt. He is the turkey. Mind if I lie to Jay? <laughs> William, the chill dude. A reminder for the next Pinball Show live hangout for those part of the Screaming Goat Club and the Nordman Club levels on Patreon. It's November 22nd, 8 p.m. Central. That's this Wednesday night. Yes. Come one, come all. We always have fun there. We had uh, always have new people popping in, too. So mm-hmm. if you haven't signed up yet, or if you're an official member and you want to upgrade to the Nordman level or the Screaming Goat Club level, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash the pinball show. Help support the show. Make Dennis and I smile. Uh, learn all kinds of stuff. Get some swag. Choose topics. You can uh, come on the show. There's all kinds of benefits and perks for supporting your favorite pinball pot, your, your favorite podcast, I mean, pinball podcast. We bring the goods here, just like the giblets and the yams for Thanksgiving. It's all at the pinball. I oh, am Discord. You get to hang out in our Discord channel too. And speaking of all of that, they're going to get something exclusive this week. I said at the beginning of the show, we do the market analysis and discussion. On, we came up with, we are the market in pinball media. But there is no market analysis quite like that of the pinball show, so much so that we are discontinuing for this week pinball market trends. And in its place is the exclusive pinball show membership content segment. 
We haven't done a segment in a while. This no, segment we, we are calling simply Thanksgiving, where you and I, Dennis, give thanks to some of the things uh, in pinball or in life in general, but in pinball. Now, to make things interesting, this isn't just your hokey, I don't care to hear that shit, thank yous. We're going to give some of those too, but we're going to give those with an edge as well. So we're going to have plenty of thanks. We're also going to have a bit of a gee, thanks. You can see where I'm going with that, Dennis. Mm-hmm. I get it. Listener, you can you can tune in right now if you sign up at the Pinball Show. You're not going to want to miss this. We didn't do gravy, did we? No, we didn't do gravy or and, taters. Oh, you know what? This is the gravy of the show, this segment. You guys want to go here. Tune in. Tune in right now. Go well. Listen to the rest of the show. Then, then tune in. All right, Dennis. How do you uh, how do you want people to contact you and, and thank you? They can always email eclecticgamerspodcast at gmail.com. That is the best way to reach out. That's really nice. They can also email me or you at the pinball show at gmail.com. I'll forward it on to Dennis as necessary and as needed. Follow, like, and subscribe to all of our socials, please. Whether it's Patreon signing up for the club membership or email or Facebook or YouTube or TikToks or Discord, whatever you want to do, sign up, uh, follow, like, and subscribe. Some of this stuff's free. Also, uh, straight down the middle. Go watch that Elvira video if you haven't yet. Follow, like, and subscribe there, as well as support of our sponsor here at the Pinball Show, which is Flippin' Out Pinball. When I buy my pinball shit, I buy from Flippin' Out. From toppers or play trivials, I've got it figured out. Flippin' Out, figured out. When I think of pinball, I think Flippin' Out. Flippin' Out, figured out. When I buy, 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 I buy from Flippin' Out. Product showcase this week is James Bond LE. Believe it or not, I got I got my hand on some games that still new in box that I don't normally have in stock, including James Bond LE. Got one of those. Got a couple Star Wars Pros, and I got one Godzilla Pro. You're not making that until next year, so snag that before the holiday season here. Gardens of the Galaxy Pro. We still have December spots available. Venom Pro. I have new and pre-owned, as well as new premium uh, and. I think, yeah, I've got a used premium as well. And a new LE, get one of those. Jurassic Park 30th anniversary, I've got a pre-owned one. James Bond Pro Premium, I've got one LE, like I said, and one 60th anniversary edition left. Avengers Premium and Pro, which one are you going to get for Christmas for yourself? Foo Fighters Pro Premium, Iron Maiden Pro Premium, Jurassic Park Pro Premium, Turtles Premium, GTFLE, the Deluxes, you know all about that. Rush Toppers, Avengers Toppers, Cactus Canyon SE Plus, Fathom Revisited Mermaid. I think I still have a spot, people. They're shipping now. They're on the plane, remember? Hot Wheels Classic, Queen LV, Godfather Ellie. I don't have a CE anymore. That one's gone. We got a couple Star Wars Home Editions left. Star- Toy Story for Ellie, CE, Ultraman, Led Zeppelin, Alien, Ripley Editions. What do you want? You can have it at Flipping Out Pinball. Dot com or email me at Zach Z A C H at flip the letter in out pinball.com. We're also going to be doing a giveaway on our social media, so make sure flipping out pinball go follow us on Facebook because I think we're doing a November giveaway and it's easy. It's easy, you just win stuff. Go do it. Flipping out friends coming back this week. Joel is back in the USA and I think he's going to be doing a flipping out with friends chatting stream talking about all the topics in this industry. Maybe they'll play a game too that everybody will. Be very loose with the rules and, and all of that. I would have issues with that. 
TPN last week. What did we what did we have last week? We only had the Pinball Innovators and Makers podcast, mm. the It's Just Code, oh. where where they go in and talk to Ian Harrower about his uh, project that he's doing on the P3 platform. Yeah, he's, well, he's doing a bird, something with the birds. The bird. <laughs> do, you, do you bird watch? Uh, no, I do not. No. Stamp collect? No. What other crappy hobbies? <laughs> wow. So TV this week. <laughs> Why didn't you ask me about my writing utensils? <laughs> Mont Blanc. They make watches too. Cartridge. Remember, it's Thanksgiving time. You're going to sit there. You're going to be with your family. Mm. They might start talking about politics. They might start talking about Ooh. religion. Oh. You know, you can be the peacemaker if you're hosting. At least if you own a modern Stern pinball game, just take them down to your game room, turn that game on, let them watch the promos. Yes. Even Grandma's like, "This is bullshit, Davis." Gary Stern never pulled this bullshit. And always practice safe pinball. And before watching that Elvira's Blood Red Kiss Edition unboxing, you truly, truly better Mylar up. Gravy Edition. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're so making me not want to watch this. What's in the box? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs>